first Sunday of 2023. So isn't it awesome to be here on this New Year's Day celebrating the Lord? You may be seated in the presence of the Almighty. It is good to be with you here this morning. Thank you for coming out today. What a, what a, what a beautiful day it is. I know as I was kind of talking with people along the way as they were coming through the door, it seems like most of y'all went to sleep pretty early. I heard people right at 12.15, 12.30 went to bed. I said, wow, that's not like it was back in the day. We, we stay up till 2, 3 in the morning just celebrating the new year. But we're here, 2023. What an awesome day it is. We have a special service today. Of course, many of y'all know that today's service is, is an hour service. We're trying to keep it uh, in, that, in that time constraint. We have a special guest today that I'm going to introduce to you here in just a moment. But I want to deliver to the house of the Lord a prophetic blessing. Now, brothers and sisters, I'm here to tell you what I'm about to reveal to you, what I'm about to share with you can transform your life. This 2023 can be the best year you've ever had in faith and in the purpose of God if you'll take in that which God wants to deliver to you today. So I want, I want to deliver to you a verse. So if you have your Bibles, let's do this. Let's stand because I want to give you this verse. Now, I'll tell you this, that throughout the beginning of this year, throughout this year, I'll be sharing this verse uh, throughout, the, throughout the, the, the months that are coming because this verse... I want you to maybe put it on a, on a post-a-note. Maybe you can memorize it. Maybe you can put it somewhere where you could see it. Uh, because this is going to be a, a, a verse that I'm telling you the Spirit of the Lord has been, this verse has been in my spirit for months. I'm going to say probably four to five months. Uh, starting back uh, even in the month of August, the Spirit of the Lord began to talk to me about this verse. And so I've been looking forward to this, this message because this is a prophetic blessing. So if you have your Bibles, go to Revelation chapter 19 and get your finger down to verse 10. And I want to share this verse. This is Revelation 19 verse 10. And I'm going to get into some conversation today. My message won't be long. This, this message will probably be maybe 10 minutes, 10, 10, 10 minutes or so, but enough to convey the mind of the Lord to you, and then we're going to have our special guest. I've got somebody really important I want to introduce to the family of faith on this special occasion, on this beautiful service. So if you're in Revelation uh, chapter 19, uh, you'll see there, this, this is Revelation 19. For some of you that are familiar, uh, you study eschatology and you're familiar with these particular passages. We know that Revelation 19 is the story where the beloved John is with uh, the one of the archangels who's getting revelation about the marriage supper of the Lamb. When John comes into realization that the angel is talking to him, that the Bible says, you say that you're there, Revelation 19, watch what happens to John when he sees uh, the beautifulness of this angelic host that's with him. Verse 19, watch what it says. He says, and I fell at his feet to worship him. And he said unto me, See thou do it not, right? He says, for I am a what? A fellow servant, right? And, and I love this. He says, and of thy brethren, watch this, of the testimony of Jesus. Now, I want you to hear that. So if, if, I want you to think about this. I want you to think about what the angel just said. He said, listen, I'm, I'm your fellow servant and of thy brethren, which possesses, catch this, the testimony of Jesus. 
Did y'all see that? Y'all reading that with me? That is a profound thing for the angel to say. He says, and of thy brethren that have the testimony of Jesus. Now look at your neighbor and say, you have that testimony. That is so important. He says, I'm a fellow servant, right? And of thy brethren, right, of the household, of the people of God that have what? The testimony of Jesus. And I want you to know, I want you to think this through, that you have the testimony of Jesus. You have it. And I'm going to show you what that is. You have that testimony. Now, 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 I'm going to say this to everybody here today. We are here to hear something prophetic, and you're going to hear it. But I want you to know what you're about to hear prophetic is in the Scripture. So, right, so I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, how many know that when, when you share a prophetic word, right, we often think of a prophetic word as something that's being spoken into the future. But how many know that a prophetic word not only speaks to the future, but it affects the present? Right? So when Elijah says, the barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the oil, neither shall the cruise of oil fail until the Lord send rain upon the earth. What he was saying is, I'm telling you what's going to happen in the future, but it's going to affect you right now. Did y'all catch that? So I want you to hear what I'm about to tell you is a testimony that's going to affect your life right now and it's going to transform 2023. And, and I want you Take this at, take it at a prophetic word, write this down, and you're going to see the words that I'm about to speak to you come to pass. He says, and of that brethren that have a testimony of Jesus. Now watch what the angel tells John, the beloved. He says this. He says, worship God. All right? Now watch what he says. For the testimony of Jesus, watch this, is the spirit of prophecy. Did you see that? That the testimony, watch it. Touch yourself. Say, I have, the, I have the testimony of Jesus, right? That testimony is the spirit of prophecy. Did you catch that? If you possess the testimony of Jesus, you simultaneously have the spirit of prophecy. Did you catch that? So important, right? Somebody say hallelujah because that's a revelation. If you didn't catch that, you missed the whole of the whole, whole of the story. If you have the testimony of Jesus the supernatural prophetic ability of God resides within you. And I'm going to show you how to release that. How many want to release that testimony? I'm going to show you how. Will you pray with me? And then, we're, and then I'm going to sit you down and we're going to, I'm going to walk you through something and then I'm going to pray and we're going to take communion, right? It's going to be a powerful service. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for this first Sunday of 2023 that the people of God have come together. That, Father, we are in sound mind of able body of right spirit. And we thank you for the opportunity that we have to come to worship, to celebrate, to see one another, to greet one another, to hug, to exhort each other. And I thank you, Father, for your purpose here this morning because, Father, you have sent me as your messenger to convey to these, to everybody that are here, for those that are watching by stream, you have sent me here prophetically to speak to the family of faith at Harvest Point Church for something that's going to happen so prolific, so great in 2023 that even our ears will tingle when we hear it. And so we pray that blessing, that purpose, that, that, that in our mind and heart towards you, God, as we hear this word, that we're going to have purpose, we're going to have understanding in this year to come. And we thank you for it. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Let me, let me share a few words with you. So important that you lay hold to the, the truth that the Spirit of the Lord has given to me. I want to share with you a verse, and since you have your Bibles, just 
Flip over. We're, this is kind of an informal uh, message in the sense that I want you to really apprehend the things I'm about to share with you. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 2. Some of you are familiar. This is the last epistle of Paul to the young preacher Timothy, and he's exhorting him. I want you to hear this exhortation because this, partic- this verse, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 2, is often repeated in the church. We just have never given any body to it. I'm going to help you understand something that Paul was saying to Timothy that in our English vernacular, in the way that we interpret the Scripture, often we miss this. So this is, this is 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 2. He says to young Timothy, he says this, Preach the Word. Preach the Word. Then he says this. Everybody says this, watch it. You, you hear this quoted often in church. Be instant, in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke. Exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine. What is he saying? Most of us have never, you know, we've never qualified that statement, what it is to be instant, in season, and out of season. Do you know that the word be instant is derived from the Greek word to stand? So the idea would be that you would stand in season, which is in the opportunity. That that today God is going to position you in an opportunity to declare his word. You're going to be instant in season, in the opportunity, and even when it seems like the opportunity doesn't exist. And he's going to tell you to reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine. In other words, you're going to have to be in the opportunity with God's word. Did you catch that? Everybody all right? I want to remind you of a verse that everybody quotes in the church, Revelation 12, 11. The Bible says, and they overcame him, watch this, by the blood of the lamb and by the what? The word of what? Their testimony. And they loved not their life unto death. I want you to hear something about testimony that often is lost in that. How many believe that we overcome by the blood? And today here in just a moment, we're going we're gonna to take communion uh, and, and, and what a powerful covenant God is making in communion with this prophetic message. I want you to hear something about the word testimony. Do you know that the word testimony is derived from the Greek word that means do it again? It's literally telling God when you testify, you are telling God, I want you to do this again. So, so I, want you to hear, I want you to hear the verse again. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. So, so, so there's the capacity to drink. And you've often heard me say for years here at Harvest Point Church, you are all very good at drinking. We're just not good at eating. The church has understood the blood, but we have never understood the body. Do you know that it's the body by which we derive healing? Do you, do you understand that the miraculous nature of God as it would appear in the world appears because Jesus suffered in his body? And so we have to learn to eat from that body. Anybody here remember the story? This is St. John chapter 6. I'm just going to be obedient to the Spirit because he's talking to me. Anybody remember St. John chapter 6? This is a story where Jesus was testing Philip when, they, when Jesus was ministering. The Bible says as Jesus ministered, multitudes of people came to get their diseases healed. 
And the Bible says that Jesus tested Philip by saying, where can we buy enough bread to feed all of these? And you remember Philip saying, Lord, even if we had 200 penny worth, in other words, half a year's wages, we couldn't even feed all these people unless they just get just a morsel of bread. And what did Jesus say? Well, what do we have? He said, well, we have a little boy here whose mama sent him with a sack lunch. Y'all remember this story? He had, he had five loaves and two fish. Bible says Jesus blessed it, and he says go and spread it out, and everybody had their fill. So much was left over that 12 basketfuls, a representation of all of the tribes of Israel, just to show you how complete the miracle is, that it was gathered and collected, right? From that point, the Bible says the following day, Jesus went to Capernaum. Some of y'all know these stories, right? And people followed Jesus, not because of the miracles, but because they wanted to eat. And then Jesus said this, labor not for the meat that perisheth. But labor for the meat that endureth into eternal life. Watch this. These people said back to Jesus. And this is what I'm hoping you might say. This is what they said. What must we do that we might work the works of God? What did Jesus tell them? The work of God is to believe in whom he sent. Do you know that Jesus got into a dialogue? Some of you that know your Bibles well, anybody here know John 666? The Bible says, and from that time, his disciples turned back and walked with him no more. Why didn't they want to walk? Because Jesus began to explain how you eat and drink in the kingdom. And what I'm here to tell you today is we are good at drinking. We're just not good at eating. But this year is going to change. Because the Spirit of the Lord gave me a directive to this church. The Holy Spirit gave me a prophetic direction for our church that we can now begin to eat in the kingdom. Right? So what did Jesus say? You've got to learn how to drink and you've got to learn how to eat. Jesus said, unless you drink of my blood and eat of my body, you'll have no part of me. You can't just be a drinker in the kingdom. And a lot of people, we drink because we enjoy forgiveness. But I want you to participate in the power of God. I want you to participate in the power of God. So catch this. You have the testimony of Jesus. If you belong to God, you possess it. You say, well, what's the testimony of Jesus? Simple. What did he do for you? What has Jesus done? Is there anybody here that can point back to 2022, 21, 20, 19, 15, 16, I don't know, wherever God did a miracle, this is what the Spirit of the Lord sent me to tell you. If you'll testify what God has done, if you'll testify what God has done, listen, he'll do it again. Anybody got a testimony? Listen, listen we've, I have a lot of testimony to share of what God has done, the power of God, the ability of God, the healing nature of God, where God has saved people, rescued people, delivered people. I have that testimony already in my possession. God told me to tell you, if you'll share the testimony, watch this, I'll do it again. Now, now I want somebody to hear this because the Spirit of the Lord uh, in, in, in times of prayer told me this to tell you. That as you testify, right, right, as you testify, the testimony of Jesus, right, is the spirit of prophecy. Did you catch that? So you're literally going to share your testimony with somebody, and you can literally prophesy your testimony into their future. Your testimony. Anybody got a good testimony? Listen, you can pass your testimony over to someone and say that testimony is going to come true in your life. Somebody say amen to that. Anybody know anybody that might benefit from your testimony in their future? I, I, I know some people are going to benefit, right? Because I know some people really need some help. And the Spirit said this year God is going to magnify your testimony. It's going to magnify it. Now watch this. The Spirit also told me this, prophetically speaking, that the thing that you prophesy, this is what he told me, 
the thing that you prophesy about is the very thing that's going to rescue you. Let me say that one more time. The thing that you prophesy to others about is going to be the very thing that comes back to rescue you. You prophesy about healing and you declare that healing, guess what? This year you're going to rely upon that prophetic word to come back and bless your life. And brothers and sisters, let me tell you something. I look around and I see a lot of you. You've got family. Some of you are parents. Some of you are grandparents. Some of you are beginning. You know people. There's people that you love. They're going to get sick this year. And your testimony is going to deliver them out of their illness. And when that sickness or thing or situation, that trouble, that travail, tries to come back into your life, guess what? Your testimony is going to deliver you out of your own trouble. Somebody say hallelujah to that. That is a prophetic word, a prophetic word. You say, well, preacher, listen, preacher, how do we know, how do we know? First of all, I say this, how do we know that that word is going to come to pass? One, because it comes right out of the scriptures, right? There's sometimes a prophetic word you receive, but the prophetic word you receive isn't grounded in the word of the Lord. I want you to memorize Revelation 19.10. You have the testimony of Jesus. That testimony is a spirit of prophecy. And as you share your testimony, you're going to prophesy into the lives of the people around you. Somebody say amen. amen. The thing that you prophesy about is going to come back to rescue your life. Can I encourage you to start right away? Can I encourage you this year to start right away? Can I encourage you to start maybe sharing your testimony on Facebook? Come on, somebody. Put a little word in there about what God has done. I mean, uh, we're all thankful, right? We're all thankful. Listen, how many know that testimony of, of thankfulness can, can reap a multitude of people when they hear about just how good God is. Come on, somebody. And it's so important that we start right away. Can I encourage you, if you know somebody who's sick, to call them and say, listen, I want to share with you my testimony, how God delivered me out of my illness. Am I talking to somebody? Has anybody here ever heard about an outstanding uh, deliverance of any nature. Anybody here heard about it? You, it you, you didn't experience it, but you heard about it. The Spirit said, even if you share the thing you heard about, I'm going to use it on your behalf. That testimony of Jesus is, will be, this year, a spirit of prophecy. And you will see it come to pass. And that's the word the Spirit of the Lord gave me. That is prolific for anybody here that wants to have impact in the kingdom. If you're a person that wants to move and shake in the kingdom of heaven. If you want to expound upon the kingdom of heaven that it may be realized here on earth, guess what? You have a prophetic message. Now go do the work. Somebody say amen to that. Amen. Second way that I know that it's going to come to pass is because today we're going to seal it in communion. Brother Connor, are you ready? Let's say communion. I want you to know, listen, brothers and sisters, brothers, catch it. So Brother Connor, uh, he's going to begin to pass out the sacrament and he'll come through. Everybody grab one because this is, not only is God making a covenant in his word, how many know God is true to his word? Amen. Why don't you do this? Is there so, there, for some reason, I feel like somebody really needs to lay hold of this. I want you to say to yourself, I have the testimony of Jesus. I have that. If you have the testimony of Jesus, then touch yourself and say, the spirit of prophecy is with me. Yeah. I, I mean, I know you don't consider yourself to be a prophet, but the spirit of prophecy is with you. And that is, that is a mighty thing to say, right? The spirit of prophecy is with me. I, I challenge everybody here at Harvest Point Church to begin to share your testimony.
Has God delivered anybody here? Anybody here been delivered of anything? Come on, somebody. I mean, we've been delivered from death itself. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We've been delivered from death itself. Listen, there are some people in your life that if you'll just share your testimony, right, the thing that you know right well, right? You didn't go to seminary. You, didn't, you haven't read your Bible through 10 times. You haven't memorized the scriptures, but you have a testimony. It's the testimony of Jesus that the Spirit of the Lord said today, told me this these past several months, that he's going to deliver you out of the spirit of prophecy. Isn't that amazing? I'm encouraging you today. I'm encouraging you today to begin to speak, right? It's time, right? It's time. So some of you know that this expression, oh, thank you, my brother. I appreciate you, man. Some of y'all know that this, this expression, how many know that this is a covenant? Anybody here know that this is a covenant with God that we're making? This is covenant. So could I, could I say that this is contractual? That Jesus says, I'm going to be true to everything I said to you because of my blood and of my body. Somebody say amen to that. This, the, the word of God that's been delivered to you today has been bled over. And this body that we're about to, we're about to take, and if you'll take this little wafer out, we're going to take this wafer together. Listen, brother and sister. We know he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we're healed. This, this is body talk, right? I want, I want you to know that you're going to be healed because Jesus took your disease. What? I want you to know that. He, he's going to do something supernatural because he took that upon his own body. This is what we're celebrating, right? I, I mean, you know all about this. The question is, do you know about this, right? Somebody say amen to that. How many did they know? How many did they know? That it's through the body, through his body, watch this, that you'll be resurrected. It's through this. Not this, this. Not this. You can put this down and you can concentrate just on this, right? This is how your body is going to be resurrected, this thing right here. Do you know that it's because of this that through this, God purchased your body, your physical body. How many know that through this, your physical body was purchased? Do you know that? Did you know that your body belongs to God? The Bible says, therefore glorify your, your, your God in your body and in your spirit because your body belongs to God because his body was given. He suffered in this body so that you would be delivered in yours. You, you understand that, right? I'm just talking body. So I want you to catch this. I want you to understand how powerful this is. So when you, when you say, Lord, when you claim, when you prophesy, when you testify of your healing, you're relying upon this for that to be done. And how many believe that Jesus was crucified? His beating is just as significant as his bleeding. Let me say it again. His beating was just as significant as his bleeding. So I want you to rely on this, right? So we're going to bless this because this, this is... This is that testimony that we have in Jesus. I have that testimony too, but I also have this one, right? How many have a testimony in the body of Christ where you've been healed or there's been a deliverance in your mind, in your body, or there's been something, you've seen something tangible uh, through the work of his body. And so we're going to celebrate this. So let's pray over it and we're going to take it together. Father, we thank you for this bread. We thank you for the significance of this word. 
We thank you for the embodiment of everything that we possess through the body of Christ. We thank you for the healing. We thank you for our salvation. We thank you for our deliverance that comes through the body. And we bless it today. We bless it as a family faith. We know that this is going to be an expression of our eating. And Father, I know that as the people of God go back to their friends, as they go back to a, a workplace, as they speak to an aunt and uncle, a brother, sister, mother, father, and begin to testify of how great you've been, of, of the healing, of, of a deliverance, of a, of a thing, a situation, of a problem, a strife, that, that because of your body, uh, this thing will most surely come to pass prophetically. And Holy Spirit, we're going we're gonna to speak out of the spirit of prophecy through the testimony of Jesus, both in his body and in his blood. But we bless his body, and we bless it for a fruitful 2023. And we bless it in your mighty name. Amen. You may break that bread and eat that, uh, break the bread, and let's eat it together. All right. Man, that's wonderful. Man, that's wonderful. Man, that's wonderful. Man, that's wonderful. Oh, thank you. I eat that, man. I take it in. It's inside of me. Yes, I, yes, that's inside of me. Okay. So we're about to take this, this cup together. Now, let me, let me say something to you. Last Sunday, um, the Spirit of the Lord sent me here to preach, uh, uh, to share a, uh, what I'm going to say is one of the probably the shortest message but one of the most profound messages in the series called the names of Jesus do you know do you know that Jesus is called watch this the son of God how many know he's called the son of God right it's called God's son and we know that the Bible says for God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have what everlasting life so I, I gave three words and I'm going to give it again today Jesus sent his son you got to catch that right I have a son and I'll, I'll tell you frankly I would never send him in substitute for you if it means death I would never would he's worth more to me he's worth more to me than you and don't look at me all because you feel the same way about your kids towards me. You say, oh, Pastor, why, what? No, 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 hold on. You wouldn't send your babies for me in death, nor would I send. But listen what God did. God said, I'm going to send my son for you. You know how he did it? Because he loved his son the same way he loves you. Now, see, the difference would be if I loved you equally as I loved my son, then there's a real distinct possibility that I might that I might make that decision to send my son for you if my love for you was just as real as my love for my son. So Jesus said this. Jesus told the Father, I and me, no, I and you and you and me, right? This, this is Jesus' teaching. Jesus was giving this expression so that he said, so that the world may know that thou hast sent me. And he said this. And has loved me as thou hast loved them. Do you know that God loves Jesus the same way he loves you? 
So I want you to hear a word, expiate. Expiate is a human term. That means that you know that Jesus expiated for you. That means that he shed his blood for you. And because he shed his blood for you, how many know all your sins are washed away? That's right here. There's another word. And we hear it like this. Herein is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son, watch this, to be a propitiation for our sins. Propitiation is a God word. It's not a man word, it's a God word. In other words, when Jesus built his blood, God was sued. He's appeased. Only he could decide what the penalty was and his son appeased it. You are now at peace with God. This is what this is. You know, you know how I know, right? So I'm going to give you, so you heard, you heard the word expiate, which is a human term, propitiation, which is a God term, but there's also a term called placation. That means that God is now completely at peace with you and that his favor resides with you because of his propitiation, God. So God says, now my favor is with you. Right? And this is what this is. It's not just that I'm forgiven, it's that I'm at complete peace with God. You believe you're at peace with God? This is what this is. This is, this is the embodiment of propitiation. God is appeased. He's soothed. He's at peace with you. His favor's with you. So not only do I have the body, now I have the peace of God too. You know I'm going to be successful, right? you know you're going to be successful. So let's take this and understand what we're taking, right? We're drinking this, this you know, obviously a juice, <laughs> but it is the expression of God's placation, his propitiation, my understanding of expiation. Amen. Let's, let's bless it. Father, we thank you for this cup. We thank you for all that it represents. We thank you, Father, for in this cup is your peace. In this cup is your heart. In this cup is your love for me. So rich, so full, so outstanding, so beautiful, so complete. That, Father, you were soothed. You were, you, th this propitiation in blood soothed you. <laughs> it calmed you. It saved me from the wrath which was to come. That now I don't... I'm not appointed for wrath, but rather for God's favor, for his purpose, for, for his presence. And I've been made whole by this blood. I have both the power of the kingdom by the body and your favor and your love through this blood. And we bless it today. We bless it as a family of faith. And we thank you for it. This brand new year, 2023, a prophetic year that's coming upon this church. And I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. You may take that, that cup together. Oh, man, that is so good. Uh, let me just take a moment here. Just, just to, will you lift your hand and just thank the Lord just for a moment? Just, Father, thank you. Father, thank you for this. Thank you for this service. Th th thank you for the revelation of your word. Th th thank you for bringing this church into the understanding of the power of the testimony that they have of Jesus. The testimony of Jesus. Even as the archangel expressly said to the beloved, 
worship God. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. For the, for, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. I'm going to share my testimony more than I ever have in 2023. I'm going to speak of deliverance. I'm going to speak of salvation. I'm going to speak of your word. I'm going to speak of those times, those occasions where there didn't seem to be a way out. And Father, you delivered me. I'm going to speak of healing. I'm going to, I'm going to speak of strength. I'm going, to, I'm going to share my testimony. Father, you've privileged me to be part of miraculous things supernatural, powerful, wonderful things that have been part of my ministry, part of my life, part, part of my upbringing. And I'm going to begin to share those afresh and anew this year, 2023. Church family, hear me. Church family, hear me. That the Father sent me to share that word with you. And I shared it to you with scriptures. I shared it to you out of the word so that the enemy can't come and rob you of this. Revelation 12, 11, for they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto death. And I believe that right here, that we would become unselfish. We'd become abashed, unashamed, to begin to share how great you've been in our lives. Let 2023 be the year for this ministry, this church, to sound the trumpet of the goodness of God and his abilities in every faculty, in every place, in every issue, in every place, both in season and out of season, that we would preach that word, <laughs> that we would stand on that word, that we would reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. And we declare that over the house of the Lord this brand new year. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Listen, hug your neighbor.